Planning Appeal Gives Go-Ahead for Solar Farm, article by Michael Tracy. A decision to refuse planning permission on a mammoth solar farm in Carlow has been overturned on appeal. On board, Planola granted planning permission for a 45-megawatt solar farm on 65 hectares in Grangeford Old and Friarstown. Carlow planners had refused permission based on the size of the development, stating it would be contrary to the county development plan. It also viewed that the development site adjoined the Ardenhue River, which drains into the River Burren, and was concerned about a negative impact in a designated special area of conservation. Summit Solar Limited, which is behind the application, appealed to onboard Planola. The company argued that the council's objection to the scale of the site was outdated and not consistent with national, European and international policies. The company referred to its own Natura Impact Statement, which showed that the special area of conservation would not be significantly affected. On board, Planola decided to overturn the decision of Carlow County Council to refuse permission. In its decision, on board, Planola stated that the development would not adversely affect the integrity of the River Barrow and River Nore Special Area of Conservation. In coming to its decision, on board, Planola noted, among other considerations, the national target for renewable energy contribution of 40% to gross electricity consumption. Summit Solar plans also include 25 power hubs incorporating both the inverters and transformers within the same container and three single-storey buildings containers housing communication and storage equipment. Irish language classes begin next week. Article by Suzanne Pender. Glore Cahirlock's in-person Irish language evening classes for adults will begin shortly. Entitled Brush Up Your Irish, the mini-course will run for five weeks, with classes on Tuesday evenings beginning this evening, the 9th of November, from 6.30pm to 8pm in the New Oak Community Centre. The emphasis will be on conversational Irish, and the course is suitable for participants who may not have used their cupola fuckle for some time, but who have some basic knowledge of the language from school. The course fee is €50 Euro and booking is required. For further details, contact 085-134-0047-087-285-7048 or email emma at glorcarlach.ie. Call for a Woman's Refuge and More Gardaí, article by Suzanne Pender. Additional Gardaí and the urgent provision of a women's refuge for Carlo are needed now to address the problem of domestic violence. Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor last week reiterated her call for the urgent provision of a women's refuge for Carlo. This is an issue about which I am really passionate, she said. Domestic violence continues to be a pervasive problem in our society. Nearly 15% of women between the ages of 18 and 74 have experienced physical and sexual violence in their lifetime and nearly 31% have experienced psychological violence. I have also been constantly calling for extra Gardaí for Carlo Garda Station because we need them in this regard. The Carlo TD praised the work of Carlo Women's Aid but stressed that extra funding and services are needed. Young Ambassadors Prove Cycling Isn't a Boy Thing article by Suzanne Pender 
Three students from Presentation College Carlow took a stance to dispel the gender norms by investigating just why cycling is considered a boy thing in Ireland. Abby O'Neill, Hannah Regan and Isabella Kendellen were honoured for their efforts at the inaugural Hashtag and She Cycles Ambassador Awards in Dublin last week. Cycling in Ireland is a boys' thing, according to research conducted by the Green Schools Programme of Antashka as part of its Hashtag and She Cycles campaign. Speaking at the awards, researcher Robert Egan presented the findings of Green Schools' research into the uptake of cycling among young women, which explored the experiences of cycling among teenage girls and boys in Ireland. Presentation College students Abby, Hannah and Isabella, in becoming hashtag and she cycles ambassadors, gathered data from the students in their school to find out what their specific cycling-related issues were. They applied for and got new cycle parking in the school, and in PE classes the teachers introduced a cycling element. The Carlo ambassadors were delighted to see more girls cycling to Presentation College, and reported that the conversation around cycling at the school has increased. In Ireland, the number of girls who cycle to school remains shockingly low, with only one girl in every 250 students using a bike as their primary mode of transport to school. Through focus groups conducted with boys and girls in 2020 and 2021, students explored their experiences with cycling. The awards ceremony celebrated 23 students from nine secondary schools who trained as hashtag and she cycles ambassadors in the 2020-21 academic year. When we first launched the hashtag and she cycles campaign, we spoke about the reasons why girls were choosing not to cycle. We now know that it's often not a choice and that the social practice of cycling as a boy thing prevents young women from experiencing the joys and independence cycling can bring, said Jane Hackett, Programme Manager with Green Schools. It's great to be here to celebrate these 23 amazing young women who are working to deviate from the norm. Tiggy's Trust to be launched in Cheltenham next month. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A trust in memory of a teenager who lost her life earlier this year in a riding accident is to be launched in December in Cheltenham. Allegra Hancock, or Tiggy as she was known, from Corrie's, Bagnallstown, died on the 16th of June following an accident while training at an equestrian centre in Rathcool, County Dublin. Tiggy was a promising young equestrian who had been selected to represent Ireland on the national equestrian team. Her tragic death caused a huge outpouring of grief across Ireland and beyond, and in equestrian circles, people began to wear yellow ribbons in her memory, including the Irish team at the Tokyo Olympics in the summer. Jockeys at Royal Ascot and scores of pony and eventing clubs locally, nationally and internationally have also donned yellow in her memory and to raise funds for the trust set up in her memory. Her heartbroken family, parents Frank and Jane and her older sisters Eliza and Lucy, set up Tiggy's Trust in her honour. They intend to help other young equestrians with the money they raise, whether it's through education or financial or practical support. The Trust is being officially launched in Cheltenham on Friday the 10th of December, when there's also a race, the Tiggy's Trust Novice Steeplechase, to be held in her honour. 
The trust organisers said on their website, Cheltenham have kindly offered a yellow day for Tiggy, including dancing to her favourite songs. After racing, we have been given two marquees, one with a champagne reception and sumptuous lunch, and the other for everyone who just wants to come and support. Tiggy's mother Jane paid tribute to her late daughter on her Facebook page and thanked everyone who has contributed in any way to the Trust. Tiggy's Trust plans to offer financial assistance to a mental health charity and is in discussions with charities and organisations who offer education and opportunities in various aspects of equestrianism while nurturing the same sense of positivity that Tiggy exuded. Tickets are available for entry into either of the marquees, while the family have also organised packages that include flights to Cheltenham. For further information, go to the website tiggiestrust.com.